episode 25 of the Project Me podcast. Hi, I'm Kelly Pietrangeli, the creator of MyProjectMe.com. This podcast is designed to be an entertaining, lighthearted, inspirational, personal growth journey. Each episode goes in a mostly chronological order as I piece together the books, modalities, people, and experiences that have fallen onto my life path exactly when I needed them, and how often I resisted the very things I needed the most or didn't see the gifts contained in the challenges until later. By sharing my stories, I hope to inspire you to reflect on your life path. What are the seeming coincidences that have led you to where you are today? What are the hidden gifts within your challenges? And what magic is out there waiting for you as you let go of resistance and follow your own breadcrumb trail? At the end of each short episode, there's an opportunity for you to reflect on how my story relates to your own life. You'll also find a PDF of journal prompts in the show notes or in the podcast section at myprojectme.com. Hello, I am knocking out an episode before I head off to Ibiza until the end of the summer. Last week, I opened up Summer Soul School for 25 amazing women who've done both my High Vibe journey and my higher programs. I created a workbook for everyone to review what they've learned and apply it to their lives over the summer. Jan in New Zealand and Alice in Australia are not exactly in summer right now, but they joined in and they're soaking up our summer vibes and we're all sharing our energies again, which feels really magical. I've had this on-off story of feeling unsupported by females in my life and today's episode has highlighted this for me again. We need to recognize our stories as being just stories, things we have made up in our minds and not necessarily the truth. I've had real trust issues with females, and I'm sure it stemmed from being bullied by a group of girls at school who I thought were my friends, and then they turned on me. And that pattern has kind of repeated itself to the point that I've only really wanted a handful of close one-on-one friendships, but never a group, because then it would slide into dramas and taking sides and never being quite sure where I stood with anyone. And I avoid drama like the plague. But there is something really special about this very high vibe circle of soul sisters who do my programs, as well as in my Project We membership, and I now see what happens when everyone's genuine intentions are there to support one another and lift each other higher. There are just a few spaces left for my High Vibe Journey program that begins on September 6. Just Google High Vibe Journey and you'll find the info page and how to sign up, and I'm going to mark that page as sold out as soon as the last spaces go. Today's episode is something I realize I've left out of my success story with turning Project Me into a global online business that I love so much. In case you haven't heard episode 10 or you need a quick reminder, I shared the story of how back in 2012, I put an idea for the Project Me book on my vision board. I had no idea how I'd get a book publishing deal when I had no platform whatsoever. I had no website, no social media, only this Life Wheel flower logo, which served as a tool for helping to live a well-balanced life. I wanted to bring the Project Me framework to others, but how? I'd recently found Marie Forleo, the American business coach who helps female entrepreneurs to launch and grow their businesses, and I'd put her photo on my vision board. In short, that set the wheels in motion, and soon I was enrolled in Reforleo's B-School, which is short for business school. I was learning how to create a website with helpful content and creating a newsletter list that would attract my ideal audience from all over the world. 
It was the best decision ever. And what I learned in B-School really did give me all I needed to turn this tiny seed of an idea into what it is today. It's how I attracted my book publishing deal. And anyone hearing only that part of the story might mistakenly think that my entrepreneurial journey has been a straightforward trajectory for me. So I want to set the record straight and share about the downward spiral I found myself in and how I got myself back up again. Here we go. Episode 25. Looking back over the nearly eight years since MyProjectMe.com launched, I can see that when I was in my flow, writing blog posts, feeling creative, openly sharing my stories and experiences to help others, making connections from all over the world with other B-schoolers and collaborating, I was a magnet, attracting more and more women over to Project Me to sign up for my newsletter and download the free Project Me Life Wheel tool. I would have never imagined that manifesting my dream book publishing deal was about to mess with my vibes. But in hindsight, that's where the downward spiral period of my business began. Here's what happened. One of London's top literary agents did a one-on-one master to-do list session with me, which led her to represent me. An exciting bidding war ensued over my book idea between several big publishing houses. During one of these meetings at my agent's office, I met the publisher who seemed to be the perfect match for my book, which was aimed at mothers. As a busy mother of three herself, she understood the struggle with the juggle. She said she couldn't wait for me to write the book that was going to help her. She brought along a beautiful stack of books that they'd published by successful authors. And in particular, she wanted to show me this stunningly produced cookbook with full-color illustrations, and she kept pointing out the quality of the binding. I told her about my vision of a beautiful keepsake book for life, cookbook-sized with lots of color and white space, each color-coded life area having color-coded edged pages so that when you looked at the closed book, you'd see a rainbow and be able to head straight to green for money, pink for health, yellow for fun, blue for productivity. She was delighted. I was excited. I signed with her with no hesitations. I was over the moon and in such flow that I began writing the intro to my book straight away. Then the contract arrived, and I remember seeing all these clauses about me having to return my advance money if I didn't produce my manuscript in time. And further on, it was all about my books being pulped if they didn't sell, which made me feel sick to my stomach. God, I can't stand waste, and the mere thought of my books being pulped if they didn't sell? I began to feel insecure about my book being good enough. I mean, I'd never written a book before, and I assumed I'd be working very closely with my editor. You always see at the back of books in the author's acknowledgments, them them thanking their authors for helping them to shape their words and how they couldn't have done it without them. So I asked my commissioning editor, the mother who'd signed me, who would actually be my editor? And she said, why, me, of course. Oh, wow, cool. I just hadn't realized that. But for months on end, as I worked on my book, I had no support from her whatsoever. Just a deadline to submit my first draft manuscript. That's when my vibes got a bit jumbled up. I can see it so clearly now, that fear of failure, of it not being good enough. Up until that point, Project Me had just been flowing along so smoothly. The deadline arrived for me to finally submit my manuscript, the one I'd had zero feedback on along the way. 
Instead of my commissioning editor being my writing editor, as she said she'd be, I was just assigned to someone else with no explanation. Someone who seemed to be maybe in their late 20s, had no children. She was now my editor. Had my manuscript been read and considered dirge and passed on to some junior? This was the story I began telling myself. Even after editing and my final version being signed off, never once did my commissioning editor, the one who couldn't wait for me to write this book that would help her, ever say one word about my book helping her in any way, shape, or form, leaving me to wonder if she'd just never read it, or had read it, and thought it sucked. That felt so bad either way. Then came the biggest blow of all. She told me in an email that due to big budget cuts across the whole publishing sector, my book would not be printed in color. And it would be in a standard size book format, not the large size with plenty of white space and graphics as we talked about. I cried as I imagined this book without the rainbow colored pages to lead you to each life area. I tried to stand my ground, but I had no ground to stand on. It felt like such a betrayal. I could have signed with someone else. I'd gone with her because I believe she shared my vision. Even my agent had disappeared by now. She was now going through a hard divorce and she moved over to a different agency. I just felt completely abandoned and alone. I believe women need to support one another, be cheerleaders for each other. I felt so deeply unsupported by the two women I'd trusted to support the delivery of my book baby. I did call on my amazing friend Basha, a fellow graphic designer, and together we worked for many additional hours, her resetting all the type in the book when I saw the awful typeface they were going to use, me creating my own graphics to try to break up all the type and to try to make it look at least a little more like the book I'd envisioned. But of course, all the graphics had to be converted into black and white, and they went into funny positions when it all got formatted. Finally, it was all signed off, and my black and white, normal-sized, bog-standard book would come out in January 2018. I realized that, no matter how it looked visually or not, my book did have the potential to be a great promotional tool for Project Me. In the online world at the time, there was so much talk about creating your signature online course, one course that thousands of people do that is the core of your business. At first, my idea was to create a course called Design Your Life, using the Project Me Life Will tool to see which areas you want to focus on, then head to that life area section for helpful videos and action sheets, just like my book, but in a course format. But (laughs) I couldn't wrap my head around that as there were too many individual variables to be able to take everyone from point A to a happy result in one short course. So I got the idea to focus on the one life area that every single woman I'd ever worked with always needed the most help with. I'd create a productivity and time management boot camp, a six-week course teaching all of my best strategies to stop spinning your wheels and feel on top of your life. I outlined the course week by week and gave it structure. It was still early 2017, and I could have this course out by the time my book came out. But I still had the underlying fear over my book being a complete flop. And now that I know about energy, I can see that affected what was about to happen next. Your vibe attracts your tribe. One fateful day, I heard about a super low-cost seminar happening in London aimed at 
female entrepreneurs who want to create their signature online course. And it was the next day. I felt the stars must be aligned. I bought a ticket and I cleared the decks. When I arrived, the auditorium was set up with a real Tony Robbins seminar vibe. Assistants in branded t-shirts and big white two smiles welcomed us and handed us our workbooks. They clapped in the aisles to energetic music and got everyone to stand up and whoop as this female business coach ran out onto the stage. I'd never even heard of this woman before, but wow, what a reception. It felt super cheesy, and yet I was immediately caught up in the energy of it all. The whole morning was a super engaging presentation about how having an online course was the golden ticket for our business. It would free us up from doing one-on-one work and the old framework of trading time for money. I was more fired up than ever about my productivity and time management boot camp for busy mothers. She gravely warned us, there's a right and a wrong way to go about it though. Get it right and you'll be earning a steady dream income. Get it wrong and it'll flop. She positioned herself as the leading expert with a best-selling book and a jaw-droppingly successful six-figure income from her online courses alone and how those only served as a platform for her higher ticket items. By midday, she had slides up about her newest online course, all about how to teach us how to create our super successful online course, how to structure it, which platforms to use, how to market it. Without her teaching me how to create my course, I'd be winging it, flying solo, not knowing if I was doing it right. My emotions were still raw over not knowing if I was doing it right the whole time I was writing my book. I didn't want to experience that again. I wanted my hand held so badly this time. The price came up for her course and I sucked in my breath. My business bank account was running on empty since reaching my publisher's deadline had taken over all my working days. But I'd be wasting money if I didn't get the signature course just right. Then she dropped the bombshell. For a very limited number in attendance that day, she'd be offering an exclusive two-day hands-on workshop. An opportunity to work with her in creating my online course. She said her zone of genius is naming courses that sell. The name of your course is everything, and she'd personally help us to name our courses for success. For two full days, we'd work on roundtables and small groups, getting our course mapped out, all tech explained, ready to fly with it straight away. The price came up. Oh, I sucked at my breath even deeper. Holy crap. This was way more than I'd spent on Marie Forleo's B-School. My heart was beating a mile a minute. I definitely need to consider this, run it by my husband, think it over. And then she announced, everyone who signs up for this two-day exclusive workshop with her would also get the online course for free, lifetime access, the support of a Facebook group so you could ask questions anytime and get support while creating and running your course. But this was only for those who joined today. And to close the deal, she was offering a no quibbles money back guarantee. Oh, wow. That filled me with a sudden sense of confidence. I mean, if this didn't work, I wouldn't be losing any money. Wow, 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 wow. It was time for the lunch break and I was starving. I couldn't wait to eat, clear my head, talk to my husband. And that's when she pulled out the final kicker. Lunch was on her for anyone very serious about joining her for this two-day exclusive training. 
Come around backstage, meet with her and her team. They'll hear about my course idea and give their honest opinion about whether I'd be a good fit for this exclusive workshop. And lunch is on the house. Oh, wow. Okay, well, what did I have to lose? As the audience rose for our lunch break, I practically leaped over everyone to get into the queue for this opportunity to speak about my productivity and time management boot camp idea with a professional. In the queue, someone in a branded t-shirt with a clipboard came up to me. In order to get backstage, I'd need to give my credit card details. They explained that this was to ensure I was serious, and if my idea was approved, I'd be ready to go. It was all so slick. I can hear you saying, no, Kelly, don't do it. Don't fall for these sleazy, time-sensitive sales tactics. (laughs) But that's the thing. These fear tactics are designed to disempower us. The fear of missing out. Fear of not knowing enough. The fear of failure. I had my interview at the desk with one of her team, and I was told my idea was really solid, and yes, this was the solution. I'd learn all I needed in two intensive days, get my course made and out there, and quickly make back my investment over and over. In a flash, my credit card was approved, they took all my details, and they looked forward to seeing me next month at the workshop. Oh, and I got a couple of triangles of sandwiches as I went out the door. You know that saying, there's no such thing as a free lunch? I won't go into every detail of the super expensive two-day intensive workshop the following month, except to say it was a huge letdown. I'd arrived with my course outline, all ready to learn whatever mysterious secrets there were to transforming it into this wildly successful online course. But unlike the intimate, hands-on, personal experience I was promised, it was another big room with her on stage with a mic at the front, me at the very back, and her presenting the same material and slides as was on the online course I already had access to and had watched. My small round group table was full of men and women who didn't have any ideas yet for their online course. Huh? What happened to the interview process? A couple of them could barely speak English. It began to hit me, that this was some kind of a weird rent-a-crowd to fill up gaps in the room. She'd present some material, and annoyingly, there was a mic for each table, and anyone could interrupt and ask questions anytime. It was non-stop questions, from people who didn't even have online businesses and didn't even know her terminology. It was so frustrating. She spent a huge amount of time telling us how and why to get our online course listed on Groupon, a cheap discount code website. But I have an incredible global audience that I've spent years growing and nurturing. Why would I want to create cheap courses to sell to the masses using Groupon? It was absurd. When day one ended and I got on the train for my journey back home, I assured myself, There was still a whole day left, and surely tomorrow was the day she'd work with us in groups and look at the name of my course with me. But the next morning was more of the same. And then, when lunch break was approaching, she did it again. A huge upsell into working with her in a small mastermind type of group, for even more money than I'd paid to join this one, which had been billed as having her personal attention. I was in a state of shock. We were told we could stay in that room and lunch was on her if we wanted in on this opportunity, or we'd have to clear out, take our coats and belongings, and go look for food elsewhere in this deserted area of London's Docklands. I grabbed my coat and got out of there. 
astounded that several people were choosing to stay in the room to consider joining this upsell, suggesting to me that they'd gotten their tickets to this event for free. One thing was clear to me. This brash woman had no heart. She never once spoke about creating a course that would change lives for the better, which was my motivation. Nothing about using our gifts and talents to serve others, as I'd learned from Marie Forleo. It was all about making a fast buck, creating multiple courses to sell on Groupon. No guidance whatsoever on how to create a course that would lead my students from overwhelm into confidence and empowerment. How to ensure my course guided them into their happy outcome. By the end of the second day, I was more confused than confident about my signature online course. She'd thrown everything but the kitchen sink in with no clear structure, taken so many off-topic questions, there was no time or space given to actually work on mapping out my course as promoted. Zero interaction with her. As a matter of fact, even though she was sitting at a table right behind me, during breaks when I tried to approach her, I got such leave-me-alone vibes. I asked her a simple, polite question, and I got an abrupt answer that made me feel like I was stupid for even asking. And then... It was almost over. There she was, on stage again, wrapping up the event. I grabbed the mic and asked, what about getting your eyeballs on our course name ideas? Clearly, she'd spontaneously offered that at the first event I'd attended and forgotten all about it. She said we could use one of the small square post-it notes on the table, write down a few words about what our course is about, and three titles we're considering. Put our email address on the back of that post-it and stick it to the whiteboard on our way out. That was getting her expert advice on naming my course? I think I went into a state of disbelief and shock for several days. I didn't even dare tell my husband I thought I'd been taken for a ride. I felt so stupid and freaked out that I'd spent all my earnings on this. I had to make this work. I felt paralyzed with how to even begin creating my course, overwhelmed with information, unsure if my idea was even any good or not. Maybe I needed to knock out several mini-courses and sell them on Groupon instead? But what about my own global audience? How could I sell them the full-price version and give people who weren't my loyal followers a better price on Groupon? Or would I need to send my followers to Groupon in order to get the lower price? How would that even look? None of it made any sense. And I'd spent thousands only to feel more confused than ever. Weeks passed and she never got back to me about the name of my course. Did she even pick up those post-it notes on the board? I remembered her no-quibbles money-back promise, and I decided it was time to take her up on that. I very carefully and politely laid out an email with my disappointments with the workshop that it had not been what I'd expected, and I did not receive the guidance I needed to progress with creating my online course. And I heard crickets. No reply whatsoever. In her private Facebook group for the course, I noticed I was not the only one feeling disgruntled. Some of us were beginning to private Facebook message each other. In the Facebook group, as politely as I could, I wrote a comment in agreement with someone else who'd complained about not getting any reply from customer service. And with that, I was banned, suddenly locked out of her group. I was astounded. This was a big part of what I'd paid for. And now I had no access to the course maker's support group? I wrote her another email. No reply. I sent her a public tweet on Twitter, very politely asking if she would please reply to my email. And then she replied and denied my refund. 
and then she blocked me from all of her social media accounts. I could see all of her posts, but I was blocked from commenting. It was such a huge slap in the face as I'd said or done nothing to deserve this. Well, soon after that, I began getting more private Facebook messages from others who were also banned from her group for simply expressing disappointment. We all exchanged messages about how to proceed legally to get our money back. I reached out to a wonderfully kind legal expert who helped me to draft a very professional letter to this business coach outlining why I was entitled to a refund and with a date I needed a reply or I'd be seeking legal action. No reply. And so... This experience added to what had already been a poor start to 2017, with finding out that my book wouldn't be in color and feeling so unsupported by my publisher and my agent. Here was another female who had put my trust in to help me, and who I felt let down by. The rest of 2017 was very downward spiral for my business. Every time I'd open up Facebook, there was this coach doing videos and roping more unsuspecting entrepreneurs into parting with their money. I even opened up my favorite magazine at the hairdressers and found that she had a monthly column aimed at females who want to start their own businesses. What used to be a treat reading this magazine at the hairdressers now made me burn up when I'd see her face. I wanted to stop her and save others from falling prey to her tactics, but I felt so powerless and small at this point. And what do you do when you're feeling powerless, but continue to give your power away? I didn't trust myself to make any good decisions in my business anymore. I joined a small group mastermind with another business coach so I could surround myself with other female entrepreneurs who are there to support one another. On one of those calls, I shared that I had been invited to join a class action lawsuit against this other unscrupulous business coach, but I was tired and not sure if it was worth the money and effort to pursue this. Some of my mastermind were in the camp of, this woman needs to be stopped, and you have a moral duty to stop her. One had a friend who'd been duped by her too. But one of the women in the group had a very different point of view. She said, as long as I stay in the energetic vibration of this woman, I'd be trapped there. I needed to change my energy around it and move into 2018 with a fresh start. She said she was an EAM energy alignment method practitioner, and she was happy to offer me a free session. Well, I had no idea what EAM was, and at that point, I didn't know a whole lot about energy work, but I eagerly took her up on her offer. Her name is Karen Shaw, and in that one single Zoom session with her, she helped me to identify my prevailing emotions around that experience. I felt stupid to have been sucked into spending all that money. I felt scammed, like I had no business sense. And with no business sense, I felt stuck and unable to make any business decisions to move myself forward. I felt powerless, insecure. I feared failure. I feared that the one thing I wanted the most, to make a great success out of Project Me, to reach women all over the world, it would not happen because I'm stupid. (sighs) It was heavy and I was tearful. Then she used the energy alignment method to help me feel what the resistance felt like in my body. I had to give it a shape and a color and feel where in my body it lived. And then I stood up to do the sway test. She asked me questions to further clarify my resistances, and if my body swayed forwards, it was a yes, backwards, a no. And then she led me into the release statement, I am ready to release this. 
I release it from my energy in all forms, on all levels, at all points in time. I kept repeating this until I could no longer feel the resistance in my body. And then we moved into the positive affirmation statements. I am ready to receive and manifest great success in my business. I allow this energy in all forms, on all levels, at all points in time. And I wholeheartedly repeated this several times until I felt light and buzzing. My arms were raised above my head. I felt bathed in confidence. And from that day forward, something was rewired. I put the whole experience behind me. I could even see her on social media and just think, oh, she's still at it. But it brought up no other emotions. I politely declined the women who wanted me to join them in the class action suit. And I dropped the guilt over that decision. And I just felt good about ending 2017 and moving into a fresh 2018 and for the launch of my book. And I'm not kidding you. Just after that EAM session, I got an email from Marie Forleo inviting me to be an affiliate partner of her B-School program. Here was the one female business coach who had been my mentor and had given me all I needed to launch my business and grow my global tribe. And she held my business in enough high esteem to invite me into hers. I was just so honored. I've been sharing about B-School wholeheartedly for the past four years, and several people had joined B-School on my recommendation and thanked me for it. But now, as a partner, for anyone who joined B-School on my recommendation using my special link, I'd get a 50% referral fee. I could also create my own additional free bonuses for anyone who joins via me, which felt so light and right. I said to my husband, my God, imagine if 10 people signed up to B-School via me, I'd get 10 grand. And he said, imagine if you got 20 people (laughs) and I practically fell over. (laughs) So I put it out to the universe that 20 amazing women would join B-School under me But when I went to make a mini vision board, 20 just felt unfeasible to me, kind of too round of a number. So I made it 18. It was 2018 and 18 just felt like the number. And so I meditated on 18 and I wrote gratitude in advance and did money and abundance meditations. Even during the sign-up period for B-School, I won 590 pounds in the Action Aid Charity Lottery. (laughs) I just became like this magnet. And on the last day to sign up for B-School 2018, when the clock struck midnight, the 18th person joined. I'm not kidding you. I was running around the house. My family, my husband was like, wow, this law of attraction thing, like maybe it actually works. (laughs) And each of those 18 women got a one-on-one call with me. I got to know them. They got to join my private Facebook group and I sent them all a signed copy of my new book. As soon as I changed my energy around my business and I let go of the negative self-talk and I let go of that old story that had happened to me, stop feeling like the victim, I attracted the opportunity to make $18,000, far more than I'd made if I'd won the lawsuit against that coach and been embroiled in it for all those years. I know that because I was asked again only last year to still join in on this ongoing lawsuit. Some of them could not let it go. And I don't know how the energy is flowing in their businesses, but from mine, letting it go has been the best thing. The following two years as a B-School affiliate, I did get 20 signups, so $40,000 more. And it was these bursts of income into my business that gave it the financial boost it needed to keep it going until I finally hit on my Project We membership site in 2019 and then my High Vibe Journey program in 2020. 
I can see so clearly now the role that energy has in our lives and businesses. So I love teaching about energy to others. This is what I'm meant to be doing, not teaching a productivity and time management boot camp. I truly believe I was saved by not learning what I thought I needed to learn to create a signature online course that was not what I'm meant to be doing. Remember, if you're hitting a lot of walls and blocks, it means you're not heading in the right direction. When you are in alignment with what you're meant to be doing, it will all feel downstream. What I have learned, and what I will openly share with you here so you can be aware, is that there is a whole industry out there who are taught how to take away our power, how to take our insecurities and what we don't yet know, and position themselves in such a way that we believe we can't succeed without them. They tease us with just enough information to draw us in, and then use fear-based tactics to get us to part with our money so they will be our savior. And in some cases, it's a non-stop upsell from there. I just listened to Susie Bashford's Big Juicy Creative Podcast, and in that she said, there's a special place in hell for women who do not support other women. I have a particular disgust for women who create businesses that disempower other women. This is the age of using our entrepreneurial spirit as a force of good in the world to create products and services that lift each other higher. There is a movement towards quantum leadership. My amazing friend Leonore has recently started a company called Global Leap to empower business owners to empower their employees and create healthy corporate cultures. It's time for corporations to move away from layers of hierarchy and internal politics and egos and work together as a team to fulfill the bigger mission of the company. I love that. And I still love my own original mentor, Marie Forleo, and I credit her B-School program for helping me to build my business from a place of heart-centeredness. Yes, we need to market our businesses and make sure people know about what we do, but selling doesn't need to be sleazy. B-School was for me at the time a big investment, but it contained everything I needed to know to start my online business, all in one package with lifetime access. And Marie has such a big heart and teach us how to take your passions and do the work you love, which serves others. She is running a special summer edition of B-School for the very first time, and I am an affiliate again. But I've been so absorbed in running my own programs now that I haven't put energy into spreading the summer B-School word, which I feel kind of bad about as it's a program that's still really dear to my heart. If you are interested in B-School and you want more information, let me know as I can answer any of your questions. And I've just put together some special Project Me bonuses as a thank you for signing up via me. It starts on August 2nd. Okay, so we know that all challenges in life are learning opportunities, right? So what did I learn from all of this? Everything is energy. When I was in my flow, feeling creative, helping others, openly sharing, I was a magnet attracting amazing followers, clients, and collaborations. And when I was fearful, worried, insecure, frustrated, I was also a magnet attracting low-vibe people and experiences into my life and repelling abundance. I now see that the vulnerable, insecure energy I had off my book writing experience was the vibe that attracted this business coach into my life. I got scared. I started giving my power away, not trusting myself. Money is absolutely energy. When there is an energetic flow of feeling good and doing good, 
there will be a natural flow of abundance. As soon as I shifted the toxic money energy with that EAM session, I immediately manifested that opportunity that led to an easy $40,000. And with that in the bank and me feeling super good again, the abundance continued to flow. I now pay such close attention to the stories I'm telling myself. And if there's a story that I know is low vibe, I know I need to change that story. I'll use affirmations, tapping, journaling, and consistent high vibe practices. I teach all of this in my high vibe journey and higher programs. You know, the ones I was meant to be running instead of my productivity and time management boot camp. From all of this, I have also learned that when you are heading in a different direction than your soul's greatest purpose, it won't feel like smooth sailing. Your indicator to know if you need to make mid-course adjustments along your path is whether it's feeling like hard work or in a beautiful flow. Come up against too many brick walls or have that paddling upstream feeling, and that's your indicator that you're not heading in the right direction. Yes, it can feel scary to let go of the oars and surrender and trust that another opportunity is out there that you're meant to be doing, but money will always be harder to come by when you are trading your soul's purpose for a paycheck. Dear listener, relax your forehead. Take a long, slow, deep breath in and let it out with a sigh. I'm going to ask you some questions to see how my story relates to your own life path. Are there any toxic money energies in your life? Feeling scammed, trying to claim back money, not being paid by someone who owes you, or not feeling like you're being paid what you're worth, maybe not charging enough? All of that will mess with your financial energetic vibes and hinder the flow of abundance. If you're working right now, are you feeling in flow with your work? Is it feeling downstream and easy? Or is it feeling like an upstream paddle? If you're not working, are you feeling called to create your own business, sharing a gift or talents you have with others? What holds you back from moving forward with this? Are you stuck in your stories, not feeling good enough, feeling unsupported, afraid of making a wrong decision, a fear of failure? Are you willing to try a modality, even if it's a bit woo-woo, that will bypass the logical mind and rewire you for unlimited abundance and success? Thanks for listening to the Project Me podcast and for subscribing and reviewing. I appreciate that so much. Save extra copies of my book from being pulped, please. <laughs> I am happy to say that I've had nothing but wonderful five-star reviews for my book, Project Me for Busy Mothers, but sales have really slowed down lately and I'm sure there are still hundreds of copies sitting at my publisher's warehouse. Order your copy from Amazon, Book Depository, or ask your local bookshop to order it in for you and your library too. You can help the cause by reviewing my book on Amazon, whether you bought it there or not. People base their purchases on those reviews and there haven't been any new reviews recently. Thanks so much for saving my books from being pulped. <laughs> if you're hearing this episode before August 2nd and want to know more about Marie Forleo's B-School, 
drop me a line at hello at myprojectme.com. I'll send you her free training videos. I'll give you information about B-School. And I'm happy to give you my honest opinion about whether it's right for you right now. No sleazy tactics, I promise. I did my EAM energy alignment method session with the wonderful Karen Shaw, who has now written a brilliant book called Parenting Magic, which includes the importance of energetic communication with children. She ran a wonderful workshop for my Project WE members last year, and that replay is available in the Members Hub. Find Karen at parentingmagic.co.uk. Last week in Project WE, we had another guest workshop facilitator, Liz Hancock, who helped us to use EFT tapping to rewrite our money stories. She helps with toxic money and also income goals, debt, savings. That replay is also in the Members Hub. Join Project We if you're not a member. You get access to all the old workshops as well as the new stuff coming up. You can find Liz at www.eftcoach.com. Get the support you need to move past these blocks so you can be sharing your true gifts with the world and doing what you came here to do in this lifetime. Look out soon for how to book in for a soul plan reading with me to find out your soul destiny and what your talents and challenges are so you can move fully into what you're meant to be doing. Until next time, open your mind, open your heart, and stay curious. We all need some space in our lives for the magical and unknown.